Behind the 21st door of our elementary advent calendar is a libation that I had only read about when researching our episode for Grogs and Nogs. And even then, I still kind of rolled my eyes. But then I was introduced to someone who's been making this libation as her holiday tradition for about six years. And by that, I mean that one of the batches is actually six years old. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 Elementary Advent Calendar, a tasty countdown to 2022, full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. For some of us, holiday libations bring up some very powerful memories. For me, it's the Tom and Jerry's. Every Christmas Eve, we would mix up a batch that was served from the Tom and Jerry punch bowl and ladled into the Tom and Jerry mugs. For Brandy, among the libations served during the holiday season, there's one that must be in the rotation, her aged eggnog. Eggnog season is my favorite season. The second that I start seeing it in the grocery stores, I get excited. My dad would make a version of eggnog, like with raw eggs. I loved it. And then a couple of years ago, I heard about aged eggnog. And at first I was like, that doesn't seem safe or natural. (laughs) It is not the kind of thing that you read about aging. But once I read like the history of it and like how it works, like it, it does make sense. So a couple years ago, I made my first batch of aged eggnog. That was 2015. And I think that my dad still has some of that. And I will say this, like I usually in my recipe, I say like three years, there's really nothing that can live in there. It has so much alcohol in it, which is why I also tell people, I don't think you could really make eggnog if you can't drink alcohol because the alcohol is Mm. what keeps everything safe. What alcohols go into an aged eggnog? So for my recipe, it's a mix of a couple different things, but it's uh, bourbon, brandy, and then dark spiced rum. I first heard about it through Alton Brown and I was like, okay. So I read about it and they're like, it's safe. And then I ended up reading a pretty lengthy article from Michael Ruhlman. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it and I'm going to see if it's worth it. You got to let it chill, like literally temperature wise and time wise. (laughs) After I make it, I let it sit for at least three weeks in the refrigerator before you touch it. Now I say that just saying like that's to be 100% safe. If you live your life on the wild side and you eat cookie dough, it's probably no different than taking a sip of it right away. But I will say this, it is extremely potent. Like it's not like any eggnog (laughs) that you have had, like go down to the corner market and pick up eggnog. This is not that eggnog. This is a much stronger, much more potent. It's sippable and it's not something that you would have a big glass of. And if you did have a big glass of it, I think you'd be uh, very drunk. So walk me through how you make your aged eggnog. It's really just egg yolks and sugar that get whisked together until you're like light yellow in color. You got the beautiful ribbons and you can do it by hand. You can throw it in a mixer, whatever kind of works for you. And then you just mix in bourbon milk, heavy cream, brandy, rum. I put in a little bit of salt. I don't usually add any spices to it besides that. I prefer to serve it with fresh grated nutmeg and that's it. And you just mix it all up, put it in a big jug and then put it in the back of your refrigerator. It will start to separate, which doesn't look that appealing. 
but just take it out and give it a good shake and it incorporates back perfectly fine. And that's it. Like you just leave it to hang out for, like I said, a minimum of three weeks. If you make it and wait three weeks and try it, it's very strong. I like it better when it's sat for about a year. I think it mellows and comes together. And then I like to serve it with a really heavy-handed sprinkle of grated nutmeg. I serve it in just like little tiny cups, like a little sippable after-dinner drink. This is something that you serve during the holidays. What is it about the eggnog that makes you so excited? Why not something else? Why not Tom and Jerry's? Why not spiced rum? Okay, so it's funny you say that Tom and Jerry is also our other favorite like our family favorite drink. That's like the original holiday drink in our family. My dad has a habit of like making his own stuff. (laughs) You never quite know what it's going to be. And the eggnog is like the one true thing that's there every year because it just grab it from the back of the fridge, shake it up and we're like, it's another year. Let's try it again. And it's just become this sort of like happy Christmas memory. It's just like the time of the night where the mason jars come out. I laugh. I'm like, we're all safe and we're in a safe place, but we're all making horrible decisions by drinking unnamed things that my dad has made. And they're always delicious. But it's really kind of just become like this little tradition. That's awesome. I love that. You mentioned something about memories, which I think foods are so good at doing is bringing those memories back to us. Time stands still in this jar. I love sipping on it. Like it's just a classic. Oh, it ain't Christmas until this aged eggnog gets broken out. Oh my gosh. I so loved it when Brandy mentioned that time stands still in this drink. And not just from a scientific perspective. I think for so many of us, our holiday traditions do just that. They stop the chaos and the craziness that's whirling and spinning about us. They stop all of that and remind us of a simpler time spent with family and friends and really appreciating the wonder of the human spirit. So I raise my glass and toast you and yours during this holiday season. In tomorrow's episode, Kim and I talk about a tradition that is ecological, frugal, also brings up some of the loveliest memories that we both have of the holiday season. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Lay and Pam. There too. 